So I'm going to show you in this episode how to actually make this coming year be your year and become the new you. Most people don't realize the, the cliche saying of new year, new me. It's actually just identity 101. In order for you to get new results, you have to become a newer version of yourself that has different actions and different habits. Think of it less of how do I get and think of it more of who do I have to become who gets. Because once you establish who this version is, all you've got to do is align all your actions with that. If you're trying to make this year your year, become this new version of yourself and make this year different. We have to look at patterns because you say this every year. What's going on, friends? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Dieting from the Inside Out. If you are new around here, welcome to the show. My name is Jared Hamilton, and I am pumped to come to you today with the New Year's topic at hand. This is a solo episode because at the time of recording this, it is the 8th of December. So we are less than one month away from the new year starting. I'm going into 2024, but the cool thing is this content, what I'm about to show you, it's not going to matter what year it is or what year you're going into. This is going to going to apply. So maybe this might be your regular December listen to see if, uh, you know, if it can help you. So, cause here's the, here's the thing. Um, and I have this episode dropping this next week. So it's, so it's relevant, but at the end of the day, this needs to be your year. Right. Like, like this is, this is, this is the concept that we always say new year, new me, right? Every year around December, around this time, you're, you're looking forward to January. You're like, man, this, this last year was the warm up. This coming year is it. But like you do that every year, don't you? Most people do that. Most people have this pattern that runs rampant right around now. They get the last quarter of the year. They get excited for January. Then January comes, they get super pumped. They last for a little while. Then their old habits and patterns kick back in. And then next thing you know, it's November, December of that year. And they go, all right, new year, new me. And then they just relive the same shitty year over and over and over again. Well, in this episode of the show, I'm going to show you how to actually make this year your year from a tactical standpoint. You can scream from the rooftops, new year, new me, but until you implement these things, or unless you know what it actually quali what qualifies the new you, then you'll never make it. So I'm going to show you in this episode how to actually make the new, this new, basically this coming year be your year and become the new you. It's funny. I actually asked my following this the other day um, I, on an Instagram poll. I said, Hey, when you say new year, new me, how do you quantify or qualify the new you. And the answers were all over the place. Some people say, oh, my actions are changed. Some people said, oh, um, I can just feel it. Some people said, I, I don't know. And that's the problem because you always get the results that are in congruence with who you are every time. So if you have shitty results, it's because that's kind of, that's basically what you're supposed to get in that moment. We get what we are in congruence with. So this is why the saying of, oh, I should be further ahead is not true. You are right where you're supposed to be based on your actions, your consistency and your, your effort and things like that. So it, it's not, this is not just a concept of just work harder. This is a concept of what are your actions say? What does your subconscious pattern say? What does your overall habit say? And then what's consistent? Then that is what is going to show in the real world. That's why when people say I should be further ahead, it's like not to be a dick, but no, you shouldn't. We get what we want. I'm sorry. We don't get what we want. We get what we are. So if we want to get more, we have to become more because most people don't realize the, the cliche saying of new year, new me, that's, it's actually just identity 101. In order for you to get new results, you have to become a newer version of yourself that has different actions and different habits in a different outcome. So we have to start with who you are. So 
I do have some notes on this. So if you but have you if you have not yet subscribed to the show, be sure and subscribe to the show. Leave me a review. Send us to someone if this resonates with you. But let's get into all the nuts and bolts. So I think we need to start with we need to define the new you. We all can agree if you want to become have or if you want new results, you have to become a new version of yourself. Your current self is creating shitty results. If you are unhappy, with, let, me, let me put a qualifier on it. If you are unhappy with your results, it is because it is the lesser version of you. You get what you are in alignment with. If you have a, if, if the version of you isn't the greatest, you're not consistent. You always delay things. It's just who you are, bad identity, all these things, your actions are going to be in congruence with that. So if you want new results, you have to become a new you. Think of it less of how do I get and think of it more of who do I have to become who gets. Like one of my analogies I like to use with this that we use with clients is like, imagine a kid in school. Imagine if your kid came to you and your kid's like, oh man, I need to get, um, I need to get better grades. I, I'm, I'm not going to be getting my scholarship or, oh, I'm not gonna be able to play football. Excuse me. I need, I need to get better grades. I need to get A's in school. But let's say your kid doesn't turn in his homework. He skips class, is always late and doesn't do the things a good should, student should do. Well, would you say, all right, son, well, you can just keep doing that. We just got to get you better grades. Probably not. You'd probably have to have a conversation of, well, son, you're not being a good student. Good students get good grades and you're not a good student. So what do good students do? They go to class. They're intentional about the, turning in their homework. They try their best. They sit in the front row. They complete their due dates on time. So it's not a matter of like, how do I stay a shitty student and get a result? It's how do I become a good student? Because only good students get good grades. Same thing for you. A lot of times people come into this world of transformation, they're trying to hold on to their old shitty self and get new great outcomes. People say, oh, well, I'm just not like that. Well, maybe you have to become like that to get these results. Oh, well, I've always been this way. Well, maybe that's the problem. Maybe you have to be to let go of those, the old way to come and get the new, do the new things to get the new results. Oh, well, we've always been like that. Well, you're not gonna be able to always stay like that and get new results. It doesn't work like that. You have to become a new version of yourself, but most people can't define that. You have to be able to define what it means to be the new you. Otherwise there's no line in the sand. This is why, um, this is why if I were to go like to downtown, I live in Indiana or Indianapolis. So if I went to downtown Indy and I did street interviews and I asked an arbitrary term, like what's it mean to be the new you? I'll get a thousand different answers. You know what I mean? So we have to make this quantifiable. All right. So we needed to, to, how to define the new you. So think about that. How, how would you define the new version of you? What's the standard? You can't show me, tell me how bent this stick is until you show me a straight stick. So how do you define the new version of you? Is it an action thing? Is it a feeling? Is it a uh, identity? What, I, what is it? Because you have to understand also at the end of the day, like I, I've been kind of harping on in order to have different results, you have to become a different person. It's, it's literally your identity work because once you establish who this version is, all you've got to do is align all your actions with that. And then you'll never make a bad decision. So, but here's the thing I'm going to help you out, but specifically, let's get really specific. What's it mean to become a new you? How do you become a new you? So I have a bunch of notes here. So if you see me looking around, um, if you're watching the YouTube video, so in order, so, so, so this is the way that I put it. This is just my personal opinion. This is how we teach it. So in order to become a new you, how do we define that? I would say, number one, what values does that person have? You have to ask yourself what, like if, because if you aren't getting the results that you like, you don't have the right value system. Your values are off. 
If you start over Monday, that's a poor value. If you procrastinate, that's a poor value. If you hide your emotions with food, that's a poor value. If you try to speed things up because you're impatient, that's a poor value. If you stay unaware so you don't have to hold yourself accountable, that's a poor value. If you call yourself an all or nothing person, that is a poor value. We get our values in life. Your values are like your true north. So if you're telling me you're becoming a new new year, new me, dope. I love that. What are the values of the new you? I would take it deeper. What are the, what differences in values of old you and new you? Ah, that's hard. That sucks. Because if current you and new you have the same values, then you're not a new you. You're going to take old you issues to the, try to get new results and it won't work. You realize for you to become a new you, that means the old you has to die. That means the old you is obsolete. This means you may have been a person that hid your emotions with food and now the new you doesn't do that. Or it may be the old you always did things the fast way. The new you always only does things sustainably, right? So what are the values of the new, new you? Here's the thing on all these questions. They're this kind of stuff. You have to get hyper, hyper specific. If you do not have specificity with these answers, you will fail. Uh, like the, what's funny is we naturally don't want to be specific because when we're specific, we have a line in the sand. We have a boundary with ourselves. We have a, a definite thing. Like I had a lady, I was on the phone the other day. She was applying for coaching. And one of the questions I ask people who are looking to work with us is I go, cool, just so I'm clear. Cause I want to know where they're at and how serious they are. I go, well, what's on the table. If you don't get this fixed, like how serious are these issues? Like, cause I, I need to know how committed someone is. And like, if this is actually a serious thing. So a common question I ask is, well, like, what if you don't fix this? What if you stay stuck? What's going to happen? And she said, oh, just bad stuff. And it was kind of like pulling teeth to get her to actually be able to, to give like actual tangible negative results. And I go, no, 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 no. Like what bad things? And she sat there and she goes, well, I would be setting my kids up for failure because they would have their disordered eating styles like I would. And then I would just keep getting bigger. And my parent, my, my dad died of heart disease. So I think I might die of heart disease. You, you felt the, 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 you felt the, the energy in the conversation shift because it hit her because at first she's like all oh, bad stuff, but I could tell she'd never thought about specifics. What bad things until that moment. She's like, wow, I'm going to screw my kids up. Wow. I'm going to probably die of a heart, heart, heart disease. Like my dad did, or I won't be able to play with my kids. Like my mom wasn't able to play with me like that kind of stuff. But she, it didn't hit her until she got specific. It's the same thing with this. Do not listen to this podcast and like feel good and like, yeah, okay, that's cool, cool, cool. Like get out pen and paper. If you really want to make this new year different, if you want this year to be your year, if you want to be a new you, you've got to start acting different. You have to start having different values and some of the other stuff we're going to get into. So for you, get hyper specific. What are the values of the new you? I can't tell you what these are. You like, I, I, I am purely as a coach. I am the blueprint. I'm the roadmap. I'm the accountability. It's up to you to decide who, what you want. That means you need to decide who you have to become. I'm just the roadmap. So for you, what values does that version of you have to have? Again, take it deeper. What values of yours now have to change? Okay. Number two, along the same lines, what character traits do they have? What are the character traits of the version that you're trying to become. This new you, give me exact character traits. Are they patient? Are they hardworking? Are they consistent? 
Are they equanimous? Are they ambitious? Ironically, those are both on my wrists, right? What character traits do does this version of you have? Again, let's take it deeper. What character traits are different from this version in you right now? Because again, if it's the character traits are the same, then you're going to have the same shitty results. If nothing changes, guys, nothing changes. I see so many people say, new year, new me. Or they're like, yeah, I'm going to do this, but they don't, can't actually point out what's different. Think about it. If, you're, if you had a cheating asshole boyfriend in the past who wants you back and he's like, man, I've changed. And you go, how have you changed? And he can't quantifiably tell you, do you actually think he's changed? Of course not. And how crazy would it be if you took him back? This guy that's cheated on you the past several years, he says he's changed. Can't tell you how you take him back anyway. And yet then he cheats on you again. You're it's like, no shit. It's the same thing here. If you say new year, new me, and you can't tell me how it's different, it's going to be the same shitty results. And you're going to follow the same shitty pattern. This is not me, me being cynical. I'm trying to help you. Okay. So what character traits does that version of you have? Get specific. Okay. Now, next, this kind of, this, these all kind of tie together. There's subtle nuances, but what's the personality of this person? Are they generally happy? Are they generally positive? Do they like, do they think things through logically or emotion or emotionally, right? What are the, what is the personality of this person? One of my favorite lines from Dr. Joe Dispenza is if you want to have a new personal reality, you have to basically develop a new personality. Your personality dictates your personal reality. If you have a shitty personality with bad values, bad character traits, bad morals, your personal reality is going to be a nightmare. But if you want to change your personal reality, you've got to change who you are. You've got to change your very personality. Negative to positive. Reactive, responding. Emotional, thinks things through. Fast-paced, slow and sustainable. So for you, you have to get specific. What's the, what's the personality of this ver- version you're trying to become? Think of it like build your, ca- build your character like in video games. If you had to have a character that could withstand everything and be, get the results that you want, you're going to have to give them specific values, character traits, personality traits, morals, all these things. So what is that for you? Most people have never sat down and thought about this deep, these deeper self-reflective questions of, wow, if I'm going to become the new me, I need to learn about that person. You guys have to understand that your mind gravitates to what's most familiar. It's how the brain works. You, you don't even know what the version you're trying to become looks like, sounds like, walks like, what the values they have, what the character traits they have, what the personalities they, they have. How the fuck do you think you're going to get familiar with them to where you gravitate that way? You're crystal clear and have all the track record with your shitty self, the version you're trying to go away from. The all or nothing, the start of a Monday, the struggler, the emotional eater, the per, the perfectionist, all the things. But that's what you, you know, that person like the back of your hand, because it's what you spent the most of your the amount of your time in your life. So it's no wonder you sabotage to that and your results are terrible. So if you're trying to become this new version, you have to get crystal clear on who that person is. What values do they have? What character traits do they have? What do they stand for? These kind of things. So get clear on that. Now, last question along these lines. Um, if you're having trouble with this, I like to attack this, what I call from the back door. Um, if you're having trouble deciding who you are, cause that's what we're doing. We are deciding what your identity is, who you are. If you're having trouble with that, a lot of people do. One of the things that I, I teach people to do is, well, then who are you not? 
One of my favorite analogies for this is this is how a lot of times my wife and I decide where to go out to eat at. If my wife and I are having trouble being decisive around what restaurants we want to eat at and we can't decide, we, we go, well, where don't we want to eat at? Well, I really don't want fast food. Well, I really, we just had burgers. I really don't want burgers again, man. Italian doesn't sound very good tonight. And then we may end up at like a hibachi place or a sushi place, whatever. But if we don't know, yes, we want sushi. We may go, well, where don't we want to eat at? Well, I know I don't want, let's say fast food. I know I don't want burgers. I know we just had chicken, so I don't want like a chicken joint. Well, whatever. We just had steak last, like on our last date night. So I don't want steak, right? It makes it easier because what we're doing is knocking off options. So if you're sitting there really confused on overwhelmed and like, well, what do I do? Who do I, who do I want to be? If you're having a hard time, attack it from the back. Who don't you want to be? Well, do you want to be who you are right now? Probably not. If you were, you probably, if you were who you want to be, you probably wouldn't be listening to this episode. So what about yours? Yourself needs to change. Are you a perfectionist? That's got to go. Are you an all or nothing person? That's not helpful. Are you emotionally reactive where you let the emotions that you have take the driver's seat and change your actions? Yeah, that's got to go. You have a bad relationship with food? That's got to go. Are you a person that's only in it for the quick fix or the long haul? Quick fix? That's got to go. Are you a start over Monday person? That's got to go. Are you self-deprecative? That's got to go. Who do you not want to be? Who are you not? And as you do that, it's going to get you closer to be able to answer these questions. Well, what personality traits do they have? Here's another secret. The things that you don't want, the character traits and the personality of it is just the opposite. If you, um, if you are a, let's say if you're, if you're like, well, perfectionist, I can't be that. That's got to go. Well, what's the opposite of perfection? Balanced. Okay. Or if you're, if we'll start over Monday, that's got to go. Well, then how about start over right now? How about all in, all out? No, that's balanced again. How about um, a good food, bad food, horrible relationship with food? Okay. Then I need to have a person that has a great relationship with food. Only, only shows up for themselves when they're motivated. Get that out. Well, then the opposite of that is always show up no matter what you're feeling. Do you see this is, this isn't that hard. It's actually, if you take some time and sit down with pen to paper and intentionally do this, like a homework assignment, you will get more clarity and have the most chances of success going into the new year. Okay. But again, you have to get specific on all of these moving on and try not to make this. I'm trying not to make this a really long episode. So now though, then the next part of this is we have to look at patterns because if you're trying to make this new year or this year, your year and become this new version of yourself and make this year different, we have to look at patterns because you say this every year, you feel this every year, you get excited every year, you start off strong every year and lo and behold, you always gain a little bit more weight every year before you start the new one or whatever the case is. So we have to look at patterns. One of the things that coaching has taught me and my team over the last decade doing this, that we just patterns say every show everything because your struggles aren't random. Your struggles aren't, aren't, aren't this elusive thing. Your, your struggles are all pattern driven. If we zoomed out, shut the emotions off and looked objectively at this, you would see the pattern that happens all the time. It's why, um, it's why gyms, for example, give the most insane deal at the beginning of the year. And then, uh, because they know all these people who would never buy a membership, buy their membership. And then they're gone in two weeks. Because gym owners go, this is the pattern, might as well capitalize. Well, if you want to capitalize on yourself, why don't we look at your patterns? Okay. So let's go through my little checklist of looking at your patterns. First of all, how did this year go? Time for reflection. 
you need to sit down and reflect the good of this year, the bad of this year, how you could have done better this year, the way, what you did do well with. Um, and if you could change it, what you would have changed, you need to reflect. Reflecting is a very powerful skill in the realm of thinking where you go, Hmm, let's look at this. And if this year did not go the way that you wanted it to, or if you set out strong in January, but you, you, you're, you're back to where you started. We need to dissect that. We need to go, well, how did that happen? When did I fall off? When did I, I started off strong? Well, what happened? What was the catalyst? Because now we can look at the past to create a more predictable future. We can go, okay, let's look at the past. What happened? Oh, this, this, and this went wrong. Now you can put a plan in place. So that doesn't happen this year. If you know, two weeks into, new, into the new year, you always fall off. Well, what if we put a plan in place that you have extra support and accountability in a process for the first six months in the new year or the first fuck month alone? That way you don't fall off. That way you keep going. Do you see the difference? So, um, so we have to look at these patterns. So the first question you need to ask and reflect on is how did this past year go? Get clear. What were you happy about? What were you unhappy about? What went well? What did not? What could you change? Number two, zoom it out a little bit more. How have the past three to five years gone? Maybe this past year was a fluke. Maybe it wasn't that bad, but for you, let's zoom out. We got to look at the pattern. What happened the last three to five years? Most people that I talk to, they've lived the same shitty year for the last decade. They've been fighting the same 10 pounds for 10 years. Every time they lose weight, they gain it back with a little bit of interest so that the 10 pounds they wanted to lose now turn into 20 pounds. Now they're the 30, then into the 40. And then every year it's getting worse and harder to fix. So what has happened the last three to five years around the time of the new year? Again, you're going to see more patterns of, oh, this is what happens every year after year. So now you can build a plan and put it into place. So you're good to go. So you don't fall victim to it. Moving on. Keep going. Uh, I kind of already touched on this. Where do you go wrong? Looking at the past three to five years, where do you go south? Do you start? I'll tell you where most people go south. They start off strong and they, they're, they're motivated and they build their plan under mass amounts of motivation. And then in two weeks when they're not motivated, the plan's not sustainable versus the best time to build a plan is when you are the least motivated possible. So it's sustainable. Most people start off way too strong. They're excited. So they're like, I'm going to do every workout five days a week, cardio all the time, eat really healthy, carb cycle, take supplements, do inner work, all this stuff, join a class at the gym. And then two weeks into it, they're like, fuck this. And then they fall off versus if they just said, I'm only going to walk two days a week. Cool. Then they would, then they would be fine. So most people start off too strong or most people assume the motivation is going to last, or they think this is, this is the, this is the new them because they're feeling excited, but that's not going to happen. That's like expecting the, the puppy love you feel on the honeymoon to last the entire duration of your marriage. It doesn't work like that. So where do you normally go wrong? You have to be able to audit yourself at what we do as coaches is we, with love and kindness and compassion and empathy, we audit our clients where they're going wrong, where we need to make adjustments, all this thing, no judgment, just auditing and adjusting based on feedback. So for you auditing, adjusting, and looking at your feedback, where do you normally go wrong? Where do you normally go South? Okay. That is, um, that's what we need to start with. Okay. Next kind of along these lines, what always happens? What are the massive common denominators that always happens? Start off strong, lose motivation. You do well until you get busy or things are good until they're not, then you're off. You do well until the scale spikes and then you say, fuck it and you fall off. Do well until the scale drops and say, fuck it and fall off. 
do well until life gets a little bit crazy. Then something happens. You say you're an all or nothing person and start over Monday and you never did. Whatever it is. These are just randoms. What always happens? You cannot escape a jail. You don't know you're trapped in. Most of you that are listening have no idea and you're oblivious to your patterns that run subconsciously and you wonder why you fall victim to your own bullshit and stay in your own way. One of the things we do for as coaches for our clients is we go, that's the pattern. You're doing it again. Let's put this in a place to stop it. Because every time you realize the pattern, you're outside of it now. Now you have power over it. Now you can implement a strategy so you don't become a victim of that pattern anymore. Hope this is making sense. Um, lastly, I want to know, when do you slip? Where's the moment you slip? You start off strong every year. So when do you slip? Is it two weeks in? Is it three months in? Is it uh, whatever? When does it hit? Here's the thing. You can feel sabotage start to slip in before it happens. In coaching, in, the, in my academy, we call this drifting. Um, so much of this stuff, it's almost like you can feel it's coming or it's here before it ever happens. I always say it's kind of like a, it's like, I know I'm a, I'm a dude, but it's almost like a woman's menstrual cycle. Like she can feel it's coming before it actually hits. It's the same thing with sabotage. You can almost feel it's happening. It's coming before it actually hits. So when you have massive levels of self-awareness, you become attuned to that. So you can put things in place to not become a victim of it and where it makes you fall off. So, and then lastly, here's the biggest thing with this new year, new me. That was a really loud squeak on my chair. Um, the new year, new me. Here's the magic secret. Start now. If you are waiting to become the new you, that is 100% the old you. If you are waiting to become the new version of yourself, that's 100% the old you. Imagine if someone says, all right, I'm ready to get clean of drugs. I'm going to start tomorrow. So I'm going to get fucking higher than a kite tonight. Or if someone is, is an alcoholic and they're like, all right, new year, new me. I'm going to give up drinking completely. So they go on a bender from now until January 1. That person's not serious in my opinion. That's not a new ver. That's not the new them. Are you kidding me? That's old them. Waiting till January 1st to become the new version of you is old you shit. I, I, this is not very popular to say, but I will go so far to say if you are waiting till January to become the new you, I have full confidence you are going to repeat the same shitty year again. Because guess what? That's not the new, that's not the new you. That's the same character. That's the same old character. That's the same old personality. That's the same old value of waiting to start. If someone actually is serious, they start now. If someone is actually the version, the new version of themselves, they start now. Like before today is over. This is also why me and my team's favorite time of the year to work, to, to bring on clients is not January. My favorite time of the year to bring on new clients is in, in November and December because it shows me who's serious. It shows me who is actually ready to become the new versions of themselves. It shows me who is actually serious about changing their life. It shows me who has the right values, who have the right character traits, who is actually going to change the course of their family history. But if you're telling me you're going to wait till January, I'm sorry, but I, I know you're not ready. I know that's the old you. I know you're probably not going to be successful. I don't mean that to sound like a dick. I'm just being real with you. Think about it. If this was anything else, if it was like... If you have a nephew who's a drug addict and he says, yeah, in the new year, I'm going to get clean. I'm going to take it seriously, but he continued, he's go, but I'm going to get the highness out of my system. I'm going to get high every day from now till January 1st. Do you actually think he's going to be successful in January? Do you actually think he means it? Of course not. If he was serious, he would get clean now. 
Now, I'm not a fan of comparing drugs to food because it's totally different, but the premise still stays the same. This may not be very popular, and I know this may upset some people, but let's look at the track record. What's happened the past several years? Every year you said, new year, new me, you fell off because you waited. That's an old value system. Imagine if this was like a marriage. Let's say, let's say I was a cheating bastard and I go, all right, I'm going to keep running through these women. And then once I get married, then I'm going to quit cheating. Would you marry that person? Probably not. Why would you? They haven't changed. They're like, yeah, once I get married to you, then I'm going to stop cheating. Of course not. If someone had shitty spending habits, then they win the lot. And then they go, yeah, once I get rich, then I'm going to start saving money. No, that's not how that works. So why are we waiting? Like I said, I have all the confidence to say, if you are waiting to become the new you, that's old you, and you will have another year, just like the one you just had. And like the one you had before that. And like the one you had before that. So that tells me you either don't want to change or yeah, that's really, I mean, to be honest, like knowing this information now, like my question is, do you actually want to change? And that's the question only you can answer. Cause again, if, cause I get it, change is hard. Here's the thing. If you don't want to change, that's fine. That's okay. But we have to align actions with ambition. If you say you want to change, but then you're holding off on change. Do you want it then? You know what I mean? Like, of course there, there are deeper levels to this. I talk about with coaching clients and in the academy that in cases when we know what to do, but don't do it, we are unaware of the, the negative ramifications that's about to happen, but there still has to be the, the desire. And if you are waiting to become the new you, that is old you shit. That's it. So hope this was helpful. Now I will say this. If you are listening to this and you are saying, wow, I, I, I'm ready. I want to become the new version and I want to to start now, but you don't know where to get started and you feel overwhelmed and you feel debilitating, you feel anxious and you're like, I, I just don't know. I want this time to be different, but I'm not sure how. Um, and you want coaching and you want help. Again, this is our favorite time of the year to help people. Um, and I do have some incentives. So right now, if you were to get into coaching, I have some freebies that are going on um, that in coaching that um, I can get into and talk about later if this is something that you want to do. So if you want to learn more about it, see what coaching looks like, make sure, because we have to even see if this is the right fit all of those things and see what information looks like book a call below. It's going to take you straight to a calendar link. Um, either, either it's going to take you either to a calendar link or an, an intake form and a, then to a calendar link where you can book a call with me and my team. That way we can talk and see if this is a good fit or not. Otherwise I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. I love you. I'll talk to you next week. <laughs>